Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Strikes 10! Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. My name is Chris. All right, we'll do business first. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at rockstrikes10.cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and a review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you, especially everybody who does that. And this is uh, it's, this isn't it, Chris, but this is it for the list. Mm-hmm. This is it for your North American ass for now. No. And sure, uh, for now... This is the last part. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speed this up. I'm not gonna move along as fast. I'm I'm gonna I'm really gonna absorb this one. Because right. I'm I'm gonna miss you, man. And we'll get to the sappy shit at the end of the show. But really? uh, uh, if you're just tuning in, this is part eight of the eighty from eighty. The songs that I picked out, or what was the fancy word I used in the last curated. episode? <laughs> songs I curated. Yeah. And then Chris ranked them because he's awesome. And because I had a long road trip. Yes, a list that was forced upon Chris. <laughs> but he uh, he uh, ranked them like a champ. And uh, we've heard so much already. And this is this is our last Rock Strikes 10 face-to-face for a while. Yeah. So, like I said, let's not rush it. Right. Let's just do this top 10 and we'll just kind of see where it goes. I know you out there are definitely looking forward to hearing the top 10. I am so curious. So, number 10 of the 80 from 80. Mm-hmm. What do you have, Chris? This Ain't Havana by the Ramones. Ooh, good one. Yeah. From End of the Century, produced by Phil Spector, which is why you get all those extra instruments on there. Mm. Like the timpani drum on This Ain't <laughs> yeah. Havana. That's kind of what makes it for me. Yeah. But it's a ridiculous, it's funny. <laughs> catchy chorus. Yeah. Like, did you, didn't you have that song in your head the next day? Yeah, a little bit. Tell me you did. A little did. bit, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I just, uh, I know it's super, it's definitely not even a hit by Ramon standards right. even. It's a deep track. Right. But I just want the Minions to sing this song at this point. Because yeah. they like Banana so much, so. You'll, you'll see, if you've never heard this song, you'll see what I mean when you hear it. Yeah. But this song does stick in your damn head. So, I got some thoughts on this album, Chris. Mm-hmm. But I will save them till the end of the song, because I know everybody's anxious to hear the rock and roll as I am. Sure. So, kicking off the show here today. Johnny, Joey, Dee Dee, and Marky. This is This Ain't Havana. Yeah, that's a poor, never a 
All right, kicking off the top 10 of the 80 from 80 in fine fashion, and I love the high-energy kickoffs. Did you plan some of these that way, Chris? Or no. Is that just where they fell? This, I, no. Well, like I said, I, I kind of ranked them in sections and then put them into one big master list. Master list, yeah. But when I put them on master list, no, it didn't change. I didn't plan it. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just really excited that this ranks so high, even though I went deep on the album, yeah. because there's so many songs at the end of the century. Rock and Roll Radio, mm. Rock and Roll High School, I mean, uh, Return of Jackie and Judy, Chinese Rocks. Yeah. Dude, I mean, yeah. And yeah, but like, come on, you hear a Ramon song, it's going to sound a lot like another Ramon song. Sure, so sure. So they're all going to rank pretty much around the same spot, I think, for me. That's fair enough. I was just, uh, like I said, it's just exciting, and I love yeah. this song. And it's that's not me putting the Ramones down, because obviously, because I just put them at number 10. No, 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 yeah. The the, the cheeseburger factor, as yeah. we alluded yeah, to yeah, earlier. Yeah. yeah, so, and there's a little bit of a twist on their cheeseburger factor with the Phil Spector production, but not so much that yeah. it just completely ruined them. You know, I, right. I never really read about a big fan backlash surrounding it either, because yeah. I think... You know, I think secretly deep down, a lot of hardcore fans are like I wish at least a few people listened to the Ramones. Come on, right. you know, like they never sold a lot of records. I mean, the fact that the first Ramones album, like the big iconic one, like it just got certified gold or something like that recently, right. like within last year, hmm. which uh, either means that they just, you know, that either people stole all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that album is so influential and it just went gold. You know, yeah. it's like. And, yeah, I just, it, it's weird. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's just one of those things. So. Yeah. Anyway. God, number nine. Number nine. Uh, iconic band from the 80s and still going today. I don't know how strong, though. This is Van Halen with Everybody Wants Some. Ah, yes. Oh, you're doing the uh, question mark. Yeah. Do you think I'm going to get to see Van Halen in September? I have tickets. Do you think? Um, yeah, yeah. Actually, all... All reports are indicating that the shows are going pretty smooth, and, yeah. and apparently, the I think some of the criticism might have fallen to the band. You know, yeah. it sounds like from what I'm hearing that everybody's kind of stepping up a little yeah. bit on, on these shows. So I'm excited about it. I know people were really dogging them on Kimmel, but you got to understand. And not once again, not that Dave's the best live singer ever. He's yeah. definitely one of the best live frontmen ever. But right. uh, dude, like. I don't know how people realize that he broke his damn nose before they recorded the Kimmel thing because he had an on-stage accident. Oh, and really? he had to go out there with a broken nose. They're like, he was practically talking the song. I'm like, he had a broken nose. You yeah. do kind of need your nasal cavity to... Yeah. Your, you know, like, or else your brain don't work so good sometimes. So, I mean, I, that's just my theory. I mean, uh, like, yeah. it definitely was not a highlight in Dave's career. But right. also, the fact, but the fact that he went out there and still played... Yeah. You gotta, you gotta hand it to him for that. Sure, that's what yeah. I think at yeah. least. But everybody wants some. What does everybody out there think when they hear that song? If you're a fan of decent cinema, every time I hear this song, Chris, I think of the burger from Better Off Dead. Oh yeah, and I'm sure a lot of oh, other yeah. people do, but it's just ingrained in my head. Yeah. I, I can't not. I don't think about it that often, actually. But when you mention it, I, I, I automatically make the connection. But yeah, that's. I don't know when I when I hear this song, I just think of the radio when I was a kid because I heard it all the time. Yeah, it's a great it's a great classic rock staple. Not the yeah. one they play every day, yeah. but they play it often. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. but yeah, and women and children first. I could have picked anything off of this, yeah. but yeah, I just just was feeling everybody wants some that day. So with three exclamation marks at the end of it mm -hmm. or whatever. So here you go. But yeah, 
Thank you. We got Van Halen and the Ramones in the top ten so far. It's going well. So there <laughs> you go. So, yeah. Check it out. Everybody wants some. Turn it up.
no, 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 don't take them off, don't take them off. Discussing this, this comes up almost every time I listen to the song, no matter who I'm around. But that first line of the second verse, and for some reason, it's always bothered me, (laughs) or it's made me laugh. I never thought about it until you just said it. Yeah, now you'll never be able to unhear this. Yeah, now I can't unhear it. And uh, maybe it's that damn burger's fault, but like uh, it sounds like a sudo tutamata bududada looking for moopy. (laughs) You can definitely, definitely hear looking for a. Everything yeah. else is, yeah, not anything. It's, so, it's, it's baby talk. Yeah, we, we googled the lyrics just now, and, it, and the line is uh, written on some of these lyric sites. Mm. I see a lot of people looking for a moonbeam, but if you go back in the song, he is clearly no. not, he's definitely not saying, I see a lot of people. He goes, yeah. I do the Buddha hada. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know we're getting into generic David Lee Roth gibberish, you yeah. know, because I could sing along with bop. Sure. You know, because there's something, you know, that I can, mm-hmm. I, my brain can do that, but I can't do a sudubada moon. It's like Mushmouth. <laughs> yeah. Is, is that Mushmouth from no, Fat Albert? You were doing Mushmouth. Like, okay. He, he didn't do Mushmouth quite, but it sounds a lot like it. Oh, like I said, it's baby talk. It's it's talk that you do <laughs> in like when, you, when you're looking in a crib at a new little baby and you want to make them smile, that's what you do. You do the, that. <laughs> sure. The, yeah. I'm just going to do David Lee Roth lyrics if that day ever comes. Right. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, let's not get out of the women and children first, right? Uh, All right, <laughs> yeah, go get that record. Jeez, yeah. if you, anybody's ever picked that up, you're not doing yourself any favors. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that's one of those ones that has everything. It's got a little bit of everything. It's got the slow tempo stuff. Even it's got. Um, uh, I love. Could this be magic? Which I heard the, on that bluegrass Van Halen tribute. Mm. That song was made for that. But there's just a lot of fun stuff on there. Yeah. So get women and children first. And uh, the last appearance of the uh, Ibanez Destroyer that Eddie, like, tricked out. Oh, really? And then uh, you can see it on the cover while he's holding it. But he said he that's that's the guitar he used mainly on the first two albums. Yeah. That's where the original brown sound comes from. Mm-hmm. And he said he ruined the guitar because he sawed a piece of it off because uh, it kept, it kept bothering him. Like, yeah. the, the part that sticks out, he sawed yeah. it, and he goes, that ruined the sound. Yeah. I was like, oh. Pretty stupid thing to do. Yeah, it's a stupid thing to do. It probably, he probably did it when he was drunk. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Go home, Eddie. <laughs> All right. Good God. Number eight. Number eight, one of my favorite bands. Very, very, very 80s. Devo. Freedom of Choice. Oh. This is uh, this might be in my top ten songs ever. Yeah. Once again, I know I said that about a few others on this list, but... 
Freedom of Choice is so good. It, yeah. The lyrics are perfect. The music is amazing. Devo is... I think... I don't think that's a band that anyone could ever catch up to. Yeah. Like, they probably shouldn't even bother. Right. <laughs> they're one of the most innovative bands of all time. Yeah. And they were putting out videos before they were putting out records. Right. They they have songs that are only on video. Really? <laughs> like, like that that happened cool. a lot. Yeah. When they, for the, they only made promo videos initially. They, yeah. You know, they eventually released most of those songs, if not all, but some of those original versions I think they just put a release out I need to find this out but yeah. I think they put out a release of those earliest versions of those songs mm-hmm. but every time they put them on a record they would basically re-record it oh, so okay, a lot you. of their stuff are re-recordings believe it or not yeah. but yeah from this album Freedom of Choice but it, it kind of uh, I, I love this song I love it way more than Whip It yeah. which nothing wrong with Whip It but this is on the same album, and it just, to me, it just trounces that it's song. It's all better, yeah. Yeah, so. And of course, if you've never seen the video for this song, go look it up. Yeah. They're all, I, I don't know, favorite Devo video uh, would have to be Through Being Cool for me. You remember that one? Yeah, with, yeah, remember that. <laughs> Through Being Cool is probably the best. Um, I don't know, they're all so good. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't, can't choose. Yeah, can't do that, but, uh, yeah. All right, but well, while we contemplate that, Here's one of the greatest songs of all time, Freedom of Choice, Devo.
once again. I'll say it again in the land of the free. One of the greatest songs ever. Freedom of Choice by Devo. Great pick, Chris. Thanks. All these are completely worthy of the top ten. I don't know why I ever... It was because of all the great stuff we heard before that yeah. there might have been a little bit of doubt maybe deep inside. <laughs> you but doubted I, me? I don't know why I would have ever... Why there's even just an inkling of that. <laughs> but it's pretty much disappearing at this point because uh, of these amazing songs. I may have some courage to throw at you yet, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Um, will number seven be it? No. Number okay. seven's not a curve. Although I almost put this even higher than it is. This is by one of my favorite... I keep saying that. Sure, but, but that, that's the thing. But this is... I mean... It does have an influence, though. I yeah. Mean, I, I totally understand that. Like, I do the same thing. Yeah. So... And this is Joe Jackson with Beat Crazy. Ah. Yeah. Dude. Like, I, I love Joe Jackson. Like, everything he does. Yeah, did I... Was it just me buying... Finally buying a Joe Jackson CD and playing it, like, in the car one day? That's probably... Yeah, I mean, you introduced me to him, really. I, I had heard some of the stuff that he'd done before... Yeah. But it was... It would have been, like, it would have been stepping out, is she really going out with him, or yeah. can't get what you want. Yeah. I remember one of my favorite songs of his initially was, like, Sunday Paper. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 Oh, that Look Sharp is, is, a, yeah. is a perfect album. And, uh, and hey, that's the thing, is that Beat Crazy had the um, unfortunate positioning of following those first two albums. Yeah. Those first two albums are so good. Yeah. Uh, but Be Crazy is a good album uh, by its own. It, it stands on its yeah. own, I think, and uh, that's a, it's still we're getting into that. Like yeah, he's definitely feeling the influence too of what's going on in England in the early '80s. Mm-hmm. You can hear uh, that 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 ska thing kind of come in a little bit because he was like he was very Elvis Costello-ish, and I'm sure he hates that comparison at this point. Yeah. Not that he probably doesn't like him, but right. they came out at the exact same time. They write almost about the exact same stuff. Yeah. So it's just, it's inevitable. But uh, yeah, definitely showing more influence of the ska stuff on Be Crazy. And that's what makes it a fun record. It's a fun, fun album there for sure. He got a lot more serious after this. Uh, but, you know, I still love him. I'd say initially get those. Boy, and he went even more in a completely different, I mean, like, he was already bored of pop music. Like, he's just mm. one of those guys that has to move on all the time. Yeah. And then after this, I think right after this is when he did uh, Jump and Jive, which is just yeah. big band and swing. Right. Like, and no one th- even had thought about bringing that back, you know, until like 12 years later or whatever, yeah. and, and he's already doing it. And then he goes and does uh, Night and Day, which is like pop, jazz, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like he's just, he's, he's almost like a frustrating artist. He's like a cliche artist in that sense of where he's just... He doesn't care about your money, really. He just wants right. to play what he wants to play. Exactly. I think that's one of the things I really like about him. Yeah. So I'm 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 curious slash nervous slash excited to go see him later on this year. Yeah. I have no idea what kind of show I'm gonna get. Right. But I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. I, I will always give him a chance. So. All that being said, the Joe Jackson band killing it here. I'm mm-hmm. um, beat crazy. <laughs> Yeah. 
right, there you go. The Joe Jackson Band with the kickoff song and title track and all that good stuff. To Be Crazy from 1980, of course. That is Graham Maybe, the bass player. And I did know that in advance. <laughs> I know you did. Uh, that's him singing the first line and then Joe coming in the second time around. Like, mm. And, uh, yeah, so... And one of the great bass players of his era, Graham Maybe, yeah. is, is, is badass. Like, that's... One of the reasons why Sunday Papers is such a great song also is because yeah, of his bass. Because in high school, I started learning guitar, but then I switched to bass really quickly. And that's and smart, because you get more gigs playing bass. Yeah, and it's more fun, I think. Yeah. And, um, to scope the, the girls in the audience a little sure. bit more sometimes. So. Yeah, I was talking about actually playing. But oh, yeah, okay, That sorry. too. But um, <laughs> some of the Joe Jackson songs are some of the first ones I learned on bass, because they're really interesting and fun to play. Yeah. And... Um, I think actually, like, you introduced me to Joe Jackson, like, officially, but I think the first time I really started list- thinking about him was that Goldfinger record when they covered, um, Is She Really Going Out With Him? Yes. Another, that's another, and the song that's been covered to death, but that's yeah. one of the better versions yeah. that you can, yeah, if you're going to get one cover of that song, I would definitely yeah. recommend Goldfinger's version, so there you go. Two Goldfinger references in one countdown. Yeah. You gotta love that. Yeah. Well, I was really into Goldfinger for a yeah. while. Totally. Those first three albums in the EP. Yeah. Highly recommend those. Yeah. So. All right. We're at number six. six. Yep. This band I got into again in high school. Again, thanks to you. And because I guess I knew of them, but I knew of the leader of the band more than anything else. I'm a man named Danny Elfman. This oh. is Oingo Boingo with Ain't This the Life. Yes. And uh, another highly innovative band, you know, since we were talking about Devo earlier, but, uh, and they were, uh, when they were the Mystic Knights of the Oingo Boingo, I think I heard that they were on the Gong Show. <laughs> I don't know how well they did, but, yeah. uh, and, uh, we, we should call our friend Joe and find out. She'll know. She's yeah. the biggest Oingo Boingo fan that I know. No. Easily, but, uh, oh, yeah, great band. And especially this part of the band. Like, they never really got all that bad, but it's, you know, I would recommend the earlier stuff before the latter stuff. And this is a great example of that. Ain't This the Life by Ongo Boingo.
sipping cognac like a French king. Plenty of room, I own the whole thing. Why do we want to be aliens? This the life. And don't go out no on a shopping spree. A breakfast in New York in a in Paris. Hanging out with Lynn and Susie. Have a massage in a jacuzzi. Having the penalty was on TV. Tonight, everything's alright, a crooked animal. It's just alive. Yeah, it's just alive. It's just alive. Oh, mama, 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 it's just alive. There you go. From their EP from 1980. <laughs> this uh, Oingo Boingo with Ain't This Alive. Uh, another good reason to get that EP because, you know, they, they've got some good compilations out there. The Double Disc Anthology comes to mind. Yeah. But there's a really particular sweet track on that EP. They do a cover of Willie Dixon's Violent Love. <laughs> and the other reason I love the song so much, it, it, it's a great version. It's, it's really weird that they cover this really dark blue song yeah. about, like, violent sex <laughs> yeah but the use of this song in one of my all-time favorite movies the adventures of ford fairlane <laughs> did not go unnoticed <laughs> and it says it's not on the soundtrack to the movie either yeah. but it plays in the uh when he goes and scopes uh, the boat out on the pier okay that's the song that's playing when he turns the lights on <laughs> uh, okay cool so yeah. yeah great version great ska punk version of violent love yeah. by willie dixon i so, just i love i think my favorite thing about Oingo Boingo other than the music which I really like because it's got that weird Devo-esque-ish kind of feeling to it that reminds me of the 80s and just I just like that feeling of it yeah but one of my favorite things to do is just go on YouTube and watch the videos because their videos are so amazing they're awkward and weird and Danny Elfman looks really creepy yeah two words in like all of them yeah little girls yeah that one especially <laughs> but any of them he's just <laughs> such a weirdo and it's awesome yeah he makes really crazy faces yeah. and he, he mugs for the camera quite a bit yeah even in their their most successful and tamest video, Weird Science, he still looks super weird yeah. and super scary. Yeah. So, I think yeah. that's great. Are him and Bridget Fonda still together? I don't, I, know. I don't keep up with Hollywood romance and stuff. I don't know, but I always thought that he did a good job there. <laughs> so, <laughs> good job, You've seen Danny, right? Yeah. I mean, no, yeah. not for nothing, but yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> What what number are we up to? Are we breaking the top five? Yes, this wow. next one is number five. Number five. One of both of our favorite artists and bands, I guess. Clones by Alice Cooper. All right, there we go. Another one I just kind of forgot that I put it on yeah. there. I should know that's that's total nineteen eighty. This was ranked at number one for a long time. Wow. So, so uh, 
it made it through the first few masters. Uh, first few master lists is number one, and and then it moved down a little bit. That's mm. that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Did he did he do this just now on the recent tour? I don't. He didn't, mm, did he? I don't think so. Yeah. No. But we've seen him do it once. Yeah. Like the first time we ever saw him mm-hmm. was together. And it was that weird thing where he was doing a few shows where he opened up for the Scorpions because yeah. he was gearing up for some overseas shows. So he just came up and took the shows and then went out there. And he was right. just breaking the band in. And the yeah. band was amazing. But they did clones that night. Yeah, I remember that. It was amazing. They did like that and Gutter Cats, which I never yeah. see those songs live. And the first time we saw him, he did both. Yeah. I got really spoiled early on with right. Alice Setless. <laughs> Not that some of his other set lists weren't great, and this last one was great too, because mm-hmm. he finally played He's Back. Yeah. Finally, in the, right. in the United States, he's finally playing it again, so... I don't know who I have to thank for that. I'm going to thank Nita. I think she's the one that likes okay. the shreddy stuff. Yeah, okay. So she, like the 80s and 90s stuff, mm-hmm. like she goes, I want to play that more than sure. the older stuff. But anyway, we like Nita, right? Sure. Okay. But uh, back to Clones. Yes. Uh, one of the more interesting Alice singles ever. Should have been a bigger hit, but... Uh, who knows? I mean, it yeah. was definitely it definitely would have fit on the radio, right? And I don't think I got a lot of love on there. I think it's because it's Alice. I think the yeah. people judged it based on the and fact that it was Alice because it's Alice and because it doesn't sound like Alice. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I mean I wasn't alive at the time to make yeah. a fair judgment of it, but yeah, I think one of the things I was listening to it that kind of struck me, and I don't know if this is true, you might be able to help me with it, but just listening to it and thinking of the title of a song, Clones. And it does sound like an 80s song. It does fit with the 80s stuff. Yeah. Like, is that a statement about music at the time? Like, this song sounds like everything else. This song is a clone in itself. Oh, I don't know. That's so, that's a good theory. That's what I was thinking of when I. Well, let's. To it, uh, so. I'll do some digging on that sure. while we listen to the song. So here you go. One of one of our favorite Alice songs ever. This is Clones, and in parentheses, we're all. Destroy the government. 
Alice's contribution to 1980, and it even said Alice Cooper 80 was the official title oh, on really? the top of the album. Yeah, hmm. that was the Flush the Fashion album. That was Clones, uh, produced by Roy Thomas Baker, who had produced uh, some of those Cars records. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, do you think he heard <laughs> yeah. those albums and like, yeah, let's get him? Uh, yeah, maybe that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, he also did Queen though. That, that's that's a weird thing yeah. about like, it's definitely more Cars than Queen, obviously. Right. But uh, yeah, Roy Thomas Baker, one of the great rock producers of all time. But uh, and I, I like most all of Flush the Fashion. I mm-hmm. might just be a blind fanboy here, but uh, I played this on the show too. If you don't have that record, you should get it. Not just for clones, but one of the great Alice songs of all time, a song called Pain. Yeah, might be the best lyrics he's ever written ever. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, go check out that record. It's a lot of fun. And Davy Johnstone of. Um, uh, Elton John's band, I think, plays some guitar on there, if not most of it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I love the song so much, and uh, you know how much I love the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Their cover of it's just okay. Like, yeah. I remember, yeah. like, it's good. Yeah, I remember it's, that, and I was like, yeah, it's fine. I, I definitely was in love with the idea of them doing it prior to hearing it, yeah. to where it kind of almost let me down a little bit. All right. But I'm still glad they did it, because yeah. more people should know that song. Of course. And, I mean, it's such a great song i mean you're not really going to improve on it yeah. i mean i have nothing no problem with covers and some covers i like more but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the same way about that one yeah yeah wow that was number five yep we've got four more songs to go yep what have we got for number four chris number four is a song that i kind of fell in love with thanks to a video game mm-hmm. uh one of the guitar the- hero games oh guitar hero yeah, song because eh? i was into guitar hero for a good while yeah. i still enjoy playing it now chris is one of those guys that can actually play the guitar right. yet yet still play guitar hero yeah i, I enjoy yeah. both for different reasons yeah, it's, it's well-rounded is yeah. what it is <laughs> but if you do it the other way around then then you're yeah. a sad person i forget which which one this was on because i have a bunch of the different versions of guitar hero that i played okay. uh, but this is the pretenders with tattooed love boys oh my I god really 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 like this song you know like for a bunch like i'll I can play this song over and like these top these next four or even clones is with that I can play these over and over and over and not get tired of listening to them oh man how about I played this song on the very first episode of Rock hmm. Strikes 10 yes. by the way I wanted to make that kind of statement yeah with the show this song is so good yeah that I knew it had to be on here right. and it, I, I, tr- I made it like I retracked the greatest debut albums of all time mm-hmm. and this was the perfect track whatever it was right for, and I couldn't find a better song on any debut album that was that number mm-hmm. other than Tattooed Love Boys. Yeah. That's how great this song is. Yeah. The playing on it, it's fun to listen it's fun to listen to. I'm sure it's fun to play. Yeah. Uh I don't I'm trying to think of what else I could say about it. Oh yeah. 
Uh, it's it's in an X Files episode. Which one? Uh, the one where Scully gets a tattoo. Oh, okay. That yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and it's in the it's in the club scene. Okay. So, there's a fun fact. Everybody's nice. getting back into the X Files again. Yeah. Listen for that one. So <laughs> I don't even know the name of that episode, but, uh, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that was her. Uh, that was her venture out episode. I yeah. remember that. So, uh, but yeah, man. Oof. <sighs> speechless i'm speechless this song is that good let's just get down to it there's the pretenders off of their debut album this tattooed love boys so there's 20 doors around your hearts back and blue the love boys i told my knees i'll get them to you because i need it was for been reading. A man time came to explore. I went a fire, cause I thought, like I like it. Little cheese, but I didn't mean it. But you mess with a good stall, you gotta pay. Still speechless, but uh, not not so much. But yeah, but it it's amazing. That's a perfect song. That's the Pretenders' Tattoo Love Boys. Chris, you're doing such an excellent job here <laughs> on the top ten. Hope I don't disappoint with the next three. Yeah, I I, I, I once again I just I'll, I'll I would hear those songs yeah. on other parts and go, wow, what could possibly be in the top ten? Yeah. And I'm 
I'm just glad that it's living up to the build and the hype that I put in my head, and hopefully maybe some of the listeners out there and the yeah. friends of the show. Chris, you're killing it. All right, let's let's uh, let's keep going. Well, number three, number is, three, yep. top three. Yep. Uh, probably this is probably off the best record of 1980. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Wow, Sandinista. This is ah. the Clash with Police on My Back. Oh, all right. Let's talk some Clash after the song. All right. I want to hear this song now. So <laughs> here you go, Police on My Back. <laughs> From Sandinista, an album that divided fan bases, uh, but that was Police on My Back. Definitely one of the more straight ahead. I mean that that song could have been on the first album. Yeah. So it, it's it's a great song anyway, and I 
I have a lot of favorites on that album that aren't so much like that. Right. I love Washington Bullets. I love the Call Up. Um, I love all the dub reggae stuff on yeah. there. I fucking love dub reggae. Yeah, you that, know that, me. That's yeah. a thing we share yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, I remember like um, we used to get off work around the same time, and I, I was telling you, dude, you should listen. There was like you know everybody's got one of those um, mm, yeah, right. you know public funding radio stations. Yeah, that's not NPR. <laughs> right. But like ours over here was KNON and still is. I don't. I keep hearing that they're going to shut down, but that's every year. Mm, yeah. uh, but like around ten o'clock, eleven o'clock on Mondays, they would do dub reggae. Yeah, which like, is the perfect time for it. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be yeah. night. It cannot. You cannot listen to dub reggae. Yeah. I mean, you can listen to it in the day, but it's not as cool. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. Preferably if it's raining or having just have rained. It's all wet outside. That's yeah. that's how I imagine listening to dub reggae. But that probably has a lot to do with uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that that's too. Where I got into <laughs> sure. dub reggae. Yeah, so. another another Grand yeah. Theft Auto reference. Yeah. You know, when we used to go to those punk rock shows out in uh, Deep Elm Live, Chris, yeah. like all those places. Remember they had that reggae bar, and you could hear the music oh, yeah, pumping yeah. out there because yeah. I mean you couldn't miss it because it had all the loud colors, right? And then everything else is black around it. Yeah. I I was always so tempted to go in there, and yeah. I was you know it's you know and not for nothing. I'm not trying to sound like this, but it's just one of those things, you know, yeah. like. If I walked in there, would the needle scratch off the record? <laughs> and it probably no. would have. I mean, I feel like mm, it would have. I don't think so. But, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I think, was always so tempted. And I, I don't think, even think it's there anymore. Yeah, now I can't go in. I think the dub reggae culture is very welcoming. I, I don't think that they would be like, who is this guy? Yeah. Well, I don't want to get too much into politics and social sciences here. But, uh, mm. you know, there's a lot of those songs from that era yeah, that talks about how the, the not us per se, but yeah. the white man is the devil. Yeah, but yeah, we're but not if we're get into that. But if we like the music, by default, are we kind of sympathetic to the cause? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, let's not get into See, that. See, it's a slippery slope. See, that's why I never went in, because I don't need that kind of aggravation. But I, I would I love to have just sat around and listened yeah, to the damn music. I think you would have been fine. Okay. We should have gone in together then. Should've, you should have yeah. pushed me in there. Should have done it. Yes. All right. We'll make a death pact right there in the middle of Deep Ellum. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> Right, we're not going to do that here. We're not going to off each other at the end of the show. No. <laughs> no. Not that I'm worried. That would be... I mean, if we want to have the most listened to podcast ever, then we could do that. <laughs> how, but it's not you, worth how it. How are you going to get it out? That's a good point. Yeah. So I'm we're not, not killing each other is what I'm getting. Not going to die. Okay, cool. Not going to do well, it. Let's continue then. You're going to be able to pursue your education. I'm going to continue doing this show. All right. And, uh, I, I, like I said, once again, I'm milking it, Chris. So we <laughs> have, tell. what, two songs yeah. left? Yep. Two freaking songs. Two freaking songs. Oh, yeah. So, real quick. Sandinista. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I went on a whole... That was my nerd rant for the uh, was it? for the show, by the way. Sandinista is almost kind of a great album on principle, just yeah. because it happened. It was written, recorded, right. and mixed uh, down in under a month. I think okay. the actual yeah. recording was under three weeks for a triple album. Wow. And I remember, if you've never seen the documentary West Way to the World, which is the Clash documentary, it's great. It's, I think, in the top ten rock docs ever. You must see it. And then when they talk about Sandinista, I remember Joe Strummer, he had that whole, well, it was a moment in time, and we did it. And it's not like every song's a home run, mm-hmm. but he's like, he's like, I would not change a second of that, even if I could. Yeah. And I love that he said, and I just like when people say that, because there's a lot of people that want to re-record their stuff. Right. Uh, for better or worse, mm-hmm. but I, I liked that he was just kind of like it. It's there, and I'm glad it happened. Or it was, yeah, it was a moment in time. People like George Lucas who <laughs> yeah. continually want to mess with their Fuck stuff. Fuck up their shit. Yeah. yeah, 
stop. Yeah. Just when it when you release it, just stop. Yes. You're good. It's good. Yes. Some people do need to be protected from their art. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Joe Strummer was not one of those guys. He, yeah. he got it. And there's like a there's like a famous quote. I have no idea who said it, and I'm gonna botch it. But it's something about like art is never completed; it's only abandoned. Yes, so, I want to say unknown yeah. is the credit there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so yeah, just just stop. We'll say Heraclitus stole it from Einstein. Sure. Yeah, there you go. All right, <laughs> I think I stole that from David Lee Roth. Even <laughs> so, all right, let's. I'm milking it. Number I, two. <laughs> number two. I'm interested to see what your reaction is to this because this song I can play it over and over really loud and i did it <laughs> when i finished uh, ranking everything in the car on my road trip this was a song that i went back to immediately and turned up this is is it fish heads no oh the no. fish heads not make the list the fish heads oh. is not on this list unless Damn. it's number one but it's not number two actually i don't think it came out in 1980 oh, it was the first no. thing i thought of <laughs> really yeah <laughs> okay that's <laughs> random um, but no, this is Hollow Notes with You Make My Dreams Come True. Nice. I know, I know why this is, I'm not why saying is this is the only reason why it's Go number ahead. two. Yeah, yeah. 500 Days of Summer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. I, I love, I love that that happened because of that reason. Yeah. That's the only reason I can get Nola into Hollow Notes initially. Really? You know, on the surface, I think she was like, oh, Hollow Notes. Yeah. But now she loves Hollow Notes. Yeah. And I think 500 Days of Summer, forgetting both of you guys. Not not that you didn't appreciate or know Hollow Notes yeah, before that, yeah. but it does. It does. It's one of those great right. moments in a movie where it, it amps the song up yeah. to a great degree. Yeah. And I love that. And I, you know how I love musicals, and it's an impromptu dance number in a. Isn't it though? Yeah, <laughs> just like the most ridiculous stuff that you can throw into a movie that has nothing to do with any of this. Sure. There's like a dance sequence, there's a marching band, there's an animated bird that lands on Joseph Gordon Levitt's shoulder, and yeah. he like wishes and, it well. And this movie, I love this movie, but it needed that scene, like a, a lot, because yeah. it, it has yeah. a lot of the. Oh. Yeah, and it's. I'm so glad that something like this yeah. balances out. Yeah, that that. That's one of, of my favorite movies. It, yeah, it really yeah. Is. So man, oof. The, the I, really, I think the kings of the '80s yeah. is Hollow Notes, and they did good stuff in the '70s too. Yeah. But like pound for pound, every single they put out in the '80s is yeah. a damn monster. Yeah. And uh, they set the bar for themselves very high mm-hmm. at the top of the decade, and they kept delivering yeah. uh, at least for another five years after this, in right. my opinion. So, what else can you say? I will dedicate this one to Nola also. I know this is one of her favorite songs. So, yeah. Number two in the top 80 from 80. This is the most successful duo of all time <laughs> on, the, on the charts. Hollow Notes with You Make My Dreams.
All right. Coming in at number two in the top 80 from 80. It's amazing. That was Daryl Hall and John Oates with You Make My Dreams from the album Voices. Big album for them. And, uh, yeah, another, another huge song on that album, Kiss on My List. Big single, right? Uh, the interesting thing about Voices, it's got two songs that they're not so much known for, mm. but they're big songs. One of them's a cover, and it's, I think, the best version. I think it outdoes the original, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. It's a little, it's a different era, but... Uh, yeah, a song I never go to, but when I hear them do it, I can't turn it off. It's mm. when they do "You've Lost That Love and Feeling," mm. which needs to be heard by more people. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, whether you like the song or not, I think that's the best version. That's my yeah. opinion. We're talking about opinions here on this list. Sure. And a song that should have been a big hit, but I, it took another guy to make it a hit. Uh, when Paul Young recorded "Every Time You Go Away" mm. a few years later, but the original version is on Voices. Yeah. So a bunch of great reasons to get that record. Good B side on there called "Africa," not yeah. the song that Toto did later, but mm-hmm. um, that should be on a title remains the same. Yeah. <laughs> like a reverse version of it. <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah, reverse version. Yeah, yeah, that's my idea. I'm locking it in. All right. So yeah, number two, and I'm stalling once again, Chris. Yep. I, I'm tr- I'm racking my brain. I've been trying to figure out what number one is because I'm doing like a process of yeah. elimination in my head. We've heard Rush. We've heard uh, John Lennon. We've heard Alice. We've heard Hollow Notes. Uh, Donny Iris. <laughs> Lover Boy. <laughs> going back to that. Yeah, uh, it just makes me laugh. Yeah. I, I just I just I uh, just put that show up, so yeah. it's on the brain. Uh, okay. uh, Dead Kennedys. Yeah. Uh, Clash. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really have no idea. So, Chris, go ahead and build it up. Tell you what, I'm not even going to bore the audience. But to give me get a nice, uh, I need a build up that's that's uh, that's equal to don't, being a number one entrant. Don't build up my build up. Come on, come that's on, setting me up to fail. You're not going to fail. Um, you always thrive, just like you're, you're going to. You're in still, Japan. you're still doing it. <laughs> well, it's good that you mentioned all of those different artists because one of the things that I keep mentioning on this list is the fact that it's so varied. You've got there's a little bit of disco on here. There's a little. There's a lot of pop. There's a lot of rock. There's punk. There's like everything that you just said that encompasses like all this stuff that was metal. coming together in the '80s. Yeah. yeah, metal. So, and we mentioned I think it was on the last episode about how this is kind of like one era smashing into another one, and this is just kind of what's in between sort of like things emerging things going away what would you call it like a melting pot kind of yeah kind of like a melting pot but you know one thing that holds them all together in common it's still rock and roll to me (laughs) yes (laughs) by billy joel that's number one on the list 80 from 80 my birth year this is one of the greatest songs of all time
baby, if you just give it half a chance. Don't waste your money on a new set of speakers. You get more mileage from a cheap pair of sneakers. Next face, new wave, dance crazy. Anyways, it's still rock and roll to me. You know, Chris, I think that's a true number one. The And really, everything, not just about the year 1980, that's everything it says about Rock Strikes 10. So right. I, I I don't think the list could have fallen almost any better. I yeah. mean, that's... And then, yeah, like I was telling you, I didn't plan it. That's actually one of my favorite songs and has been for a long time. So. Yeah. And I know you're a Billy Joel fan, too, yeah. but, like, I don't know why. I'm just, I was sitting around stirring. I couldn't figure out what the number one was. <laughs> but then I had referenced this song going into this list because i was telling mm. somebody that I was making a 1980 list oh really and i said i really think it's still rock and roll to me is like the absolute a commentary on that year and probably obviously what billy was feeling you can hear it in the lyrics right his what his contemporaries are feeling but at the same time i don't feel like it's a separatist song either you're right and i, I love that about it like you know i i think billy he seems like a cool enough guy to where he'd be open to a lot of new stuff yeah at the same time, he knows what he does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it, I like I like it says everything. Everybody's hitting the panic button in that year because they're, they're trying to stay on top of you right. know, the style and what's cool. And I'm I'm glad that this song was around then because it you know uh, the reason it was successful. Obviously, Billy was on a huge roll at this point. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it, it just nails it for the right. time. It just, it just I know I'm, I'm going to keep repeating myself if I keep talking about it, but yeah. I reference this as like the perfect song for 1980 to somebody actually because yeah. of all these styles. Not a better number one. Chris. There you go. Yeah, I agree. That's why I put it there. <sighs> Man, you, you did you, probably better than I could have done. I think I, I got to hand it to. You. Oh, I really thanks. do. Thanks. I think the build up was worth it. Right. I, I feel was that my way. intro to the song worth it? Yeah. Okay. And the way you introed it, that's when you you, you stopped there for yeah. a second, and I was like, I know what it is, yeah. like, but I didn't want to ruin it because yeah. you were doing such a good job. <laughs> you really jumped out of your chair. <laughs> I did. I, I really did because I was like, I know what it is, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, it's your list. You you need to say what it is, but oh man, yeah, that's how. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <sighs> I'm exhausted, but in the best possible way. So, uh, but yeah, go, you know, of course, off the album Class Houses. <laughs> I love, it. you know, another thing. This is another good reason why vinyl is back, because it has that great back and front cover, right. where, where the, the front and back answer itself. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a missing art form. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, get pick up some Billy if you don't have any. Pick up anything off of, anything on this list as, as recommended stuff. 
uh, for the most part for Chris, and almost yeah. almost for the most part by me. Except so. maybe in the first couple episodes of the series. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can take it or leave it. I think but I it's lo- still good. I was like, if I didn't like anything on this list, I wouldn't yeah. put it on the damn list, because right. I, I did make cuts. Yeah. So, if, believe it or not. <laughs> but it's a true 80 from 80, and yeah. I, I would be proud publishing this anywhere. Sure. And, and I'm going to as a podcast, <laughs> at the very least right <laughs> yeah. now, so... But uh, on another personal note, Chris, I I just want to thank you. Like I said, I know this isn't your last show, but I'm getting sentimental towards the end. You're 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 blowing town in a couple of days. Yep. And uh, the show wouldn't exist without you, so I, I would never know how to thank you for that. I just try to thank you uh, every now and then just to know how special you are. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it, but it's whatever. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna come back on the show. We'll yeah. Skype and. All that jazz. That means yep. you got to come up with a theme too. Okay. I'm just not, I'm not just going to have you on willy nilly or anything. Come <laughs> on, you got to you got to play the game. All right. I already did J Rock, didn't I? You did J Rock. Maybe updated. You did your design. Yeah. So if, yeah. you, if you if you're interested in Chris, if you're stalking Chris now at this point, uh, go back and listen to his Desert Island list from a couple of years ago. Yeah. That was good. Um, yeah, that was good stuff. Uh, all the rock and wrestling episodes and yeah. and I think I just had him sit in on a few that. Uh, you know, just because. Yeah. So there were a few. I remember the Avengers one and oh, one yeah. of the Halloween ones. And I like the Avengers yeah, episode. I think cool. that was that was that's that was kind of a standout. Yeah, it yeah. was fun. I like that one a lot. Avengers Strike Ten. Yeah. So check that one out. A lot of yeah, the Halloween stuff. Yeah, that was a good one. Yep. I'm reminiscing. Yes. So, you can do that too if you <laughs> go to rockstrikes10.cnjradio.com, where all the episodes exist. Uh, the link to the Facebook and the Twitter. Um, any final words, Chris? Oh yeah, uh, plug your Twitter. Uh, at high spot underscore four three seven. Yes, right, Chris. Tell them what you think about these episodes. And um, sure, yeah, I, I'm on the the Facebook Rock Strikes Ten Facebook page too. So yeah, he's a Rock Strikes yeah. Ten administrator. It's like I said, uh, no Chris, no show. So once again, thank you, Chris. And uh, yeah, you gotta keep listening while you're out there, right? Sure. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna have. More well, I don't know if I'm gonna have more time or not. More time I'm just or figure not? out because I'm not gonna have as much access to like the stuff at my place, like TV and whatnot. But I'm yeah. gonna be busy, so I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I'll keep listening, of course. Take me on. Uh, would you at least take it like when if you're gonna go play like pachinko or something? You gotta like take <laughs> that um, way you can gain some sort of normalcy. Uh, yeah. and the show ends, you know, right. you can walk away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're gonna need something like me yeah. to tell you to walk away from pachinko. So I just, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna have money to sink into pachinko. Yeah, how much is it out there? Is it, is it quarters or nickels or what? I'd have no clue. I'll let you know when yeah, I get, get there. back to me on yeah. that. <laughs> and how much is uh, how much is how much is the yen worth? The like what? How much is the yen? It's a, a yen over there. Right? Oh, the yen. Money. Sorry. Uh, it's a little... Well, the, fluctu- the, the, the exchange rate kind of fluctuates, but 100 yen is about equal to a dollar-ish. Okay. The the yen is a little weak now, so you get more yen for your dollar at this point. But oh, okay. It kind of goes back and forth. I remember... <laughs> I'm getting off on a tangent here, but yeah. we're at the end of the show. You can tune out if you want. <laughs> uh, but you don't have to. Uh, <laughs> please stay. Uh, no, but I remember... I remember back in the day, and I want to say, because my brain is weird, I remember the stupidest stuff, and this is why I'm not in graduate school, but uh, I remember, I think it was a Bon Jovi contest on MTV back in the 80s or early 90s, and they were doing, go see Bon Jovi in Tokyo, Mm -hmm. and we'll give you a million yen. 
Oh, and yeah. I was like, That's so obviously, but they didn't get a million dollars, did they? No. How many, did, did they, what, they get $100,000? Um, it would have been... 10000 What, a million yen? Yeah. Would have been about $10,000. $10,000. Yeah. <laughs> Still not bad. Little, but... to the, in the, and today it would have been a little more. Back then, it, I, I'm not sure yeah. what it would have but been. But it sounds more. better. Yeah, yeah. Everything sounds better. It's like yeah. the peso, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. 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 All right. Well, let me know. Yeah, so... I, I, I'm just so curious. Yeah, we might have to do one of those things where, hey, what's the difference over there? Let's we just talk, talk about, about the exchange rate. <laughs> exchange rate. We've already done that. Now we got to <laughs> talk about something else. Yeah. I want to know about Bachinko. Yeah, it's the Pulp Fiction thing. Little differences. Yeah, I want to know the little differences and um, what 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 do they serve at McDonald's over there? Not that I even care over here anymore. But All right. That's one. Of, that's one of the things I'm interested in too. Is like yeah, the little stuff. Yeah. It's, like arcades, they have they the, have arcades. They gotta have yeah, arcades. Yeah, it's yeah, freaking yeah, Tokyo, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm not sure how, because like the, the the video game industry isn't what it used to be. Like sure. Japan used to be the monster, and it's not really that way anymore. Huh. But I don't know. We'll find out. Yes. All right. Well, I, that, that's all. Yeah. Anyway, once again, milking it. So, yeah. Um, but I, if you're still tuned in, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed this list and all those links we just gave you. Feel free to write us in. Tell us what you liked and what you didn't like will respect your opinion as long as you respect Chris's. And, uh, <laughs> I make no guarantees on respecting your opinion. <laughs> there you go. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, you put yourself out there, so yeah. respect. Uh, extra special thanks, of course, to Pete and the guys from Spacebeard for the awesome outro song. And uh, go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband for more info and tell them Rock Strikes 10 sent you. Yeah, so, and I apologize in advance for any uh, Japanese rock and roll import CDs I might request at some point here. Because sure. they just seem to have, in most, uh, for the most part, and they get more tracks, of course, but um, mm. they seem to embrace cooler things at times that America doesn't give a shit about. So, I yeah. once again, apologize in advance for going, hey, if you see uh, the, you know... This Michael Monroe import, you know, just, right. uh, you know, let me know. I'll, I'll shoot you yeah, some money. I'll have to figure out where the closest record stores are around me. Because yeah. I know Japan is still big on CDs. Like, yeah. They're more CD than download. I think they're, aren't they, don't they, like, sell the most CDs? Like, them in, like, Germany or something yeah. like that are, like, the and highest selling CDs. They're still hanging on to that industry, yeah. too, because they still request the extra track yeah. and they pay for it, yeah. too. So, good good for them. Thanks. Yep. Thank you, Japan, for keeping the record industry alive. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, thank you, Japan, for accepting Chris into your, into your <laughs> awesome country. And, and you're going to be all the better because of it. So. Oh, okay. Yes. Sure. All right. We'll sign off for now. Uh, everybody else, uh, thank you once again for tuning in to this eight-part massive epic 80 from 80. And, uh, yeah, I'm rambling. What the hell? This is, this is Chris's uh, American farewell for now. For now. I'm coming back. I know. I know you're coming back. Yeah. So... But uh, until then, everybody else, have fun. Bye. Bye.